0: Summer is almost here, you guys, and I'm so excited. I know like a lot of you, you're planning vacation with your friends and family. And I'm trying to pack light. This is something I've been working on. I have a tendency to overpack. So I'm shopping Macy's for new shoes that I can wear all day with anything and not have to bring 75 different pairs. And I'm also excited to lay out in the sun and own the day with key pieces from Macy's like new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi skirts. I am ready to relax and look and feel great. So remember, just shop Macy's dot com slash own your style to look and feel great. Calm Down with Erin and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey now. Hi. Big day for Erin and I here on Calm Down Podcast. One of our favorite people, Heather McMahon. She is everyone's best friend. This girl is hysterical. Guys love her, girls love her. She's all the things. I cannot wait to talk to her. If you don't know her, you have to follow her on Instagram. Instagram. She's all the things. We just love her. She is. She's the person when I watch her Instagram, I can't, you can't have the volume off because what she's saying is so hilarious and relatable. And it's always what I'm sending you, my girlfriend, Megan, my girlfriend, Jackie, I'll make Jarrett watch it. Jarrett now knows her because she's so funny. Her voice is so recognizable that um, he's always like, oh, is that your girl? Is that your girl? And I actually reached out to her because she was having a rough go with a round of fertility that she was very open with. With and it didn't go well she had to stop in the middle of it and i was just like listen been there six times got it whatever you need and it's crazy because i feel like you know those are the things that people kind of bond over and mm-hmm. yeah i feel like she's my best friend but she is a, she's a time i we got to go to atlanta i'm actually going to be in atlanta for a thursday night game this year if you want to come oh hell and yeah i, I want to work on thursday like i want to No, you may, (laughs) but um, I want to go like there two days early and go to her favorite restaurant, meet her husband, meet her mom, go golfing, all the things. Yeah, we will talk to her in just a little bit. As I mentioned, follow her on Instagram. It's at Heather K. McMahon. Her... Her Her description of herself just says it all. Comedian with a thick neck and thin ankles doing the most. She's a time. So more with her in a little bit. But first, sister, how was your weekend? Our new sort of thing that we're introducing here on the podcast because we're making it up as we go. You're high and you're low. What do you got? The high and the low? um, I don't really know. It was a very chill weekend. My sister came over. We were laughing about the tattletale episode that we had. (laughs) I did get it wrong. I would like to clarify it here on Calm Down Podcast. I didn't tell my mom and dad about her smoking. She told my mom about it. And my mom's like, oh, please, if that's the worst thing. And then... What I did tell, she did a keg stand in junior high, oh. and I ran out the door and told, and she was so very upset with still me. still a tattletale just for yep. a different thing. Okay, got it. And, got and it. later in life, later in life. So, yeah, no, very chill weekend. Hung out with some friends, and we had a great time. Yeah, a lot of hockey going on in our house. The playoffs are happening. My husband used to play for the Edmonton Oilers, so he's very dialed in on that. I'm dialed in on the Tampa Bay Lightning series, which I'll go ahead and plug our IG. I was losing my mind. I checked in on the Calm Down podcast. They were down during the game, so I was, you know, doing, oh, I need to calm down. And Jared's, like, yelling at me because I live and die with every goal, every shot on goal, every save. Ask Olesky, let's go. You heard me. So Jared's like, <laughs> calm down. And I was like, you know what? You freaking calm down because you don't know what it's like to be a fan. You're out there playing. This is how fans act in the stands. Mm -hmm. I was a thousand times worse when you played. So anyways, he leaves the room, thank God, because I can't watch it with him. Then I go and I pour a a tequila because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be in a better mood. I'm going to be looser. I'm going to be calmer. It's going to be great. I pour tequila These guys score four Four goals after I poured the tequila. I was like, it was in the second quarter. It was amazing. Who needs a rally cap? You got a rally night cap. No, you you got Don Julio. Mm -hmm. So I get on the Calm Down podcast IG. I'm like praising Don Julio. I found my good luck charm. They lose. They lose by a goal. That's on them though. Do you squander a four goal lead? Like that's on you right? I know. But anyways, amazing Saturday game. We've got a game in a few hours on this Monday. Got to close up this series. I mean, I'm really invested, but I do. I then Saturday, I had to come downstairs and watch the game because I had to change it up. I couldn't watch up there where they lost. So we had to be down here. Me and Howie, daddy was not invited. We had to be by ourselves. They pulled it out. Oh what do God. you got? How was your weekend? I know. I'm not into any playoff series right now. I got to be honest. Like, you text me the other night about LeBron's nonsense. And I was like, I'm not even watching this. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I'm just not into why? Normally, I don't know. I think because it's like I'm not gambling on anything. So I'm not why? as invested. I don't know. Cause I'm like saving my money right now or something. And I- got it. Got <laughs> it. Understandable. <laughs> 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 I'm not saving <spending> my money. <laughs> um, yeah. But no, you, I don't know. You maybe you know what? And you maybe- love the storylines. No, I'm, I do. I'm shocked I d- to you. I do. I love all of that. So I, I, yeah, I don't know why. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll get behind it. What, what game we got tonight? What game is this for the Lightning? Game There's seven? There's a lot six? of hockey games, but it's different in my house because we have former, you know, teammates and wives that are yeah, associated know, with but... other games. Jared's involved in the Oilers, you know, alumni organization. I live and breathe the Lightning. So a lot of big games on tonight but um, I don't know what's going on in basketball I turned over the other yesterday to see the Knicks game cuz I kind of wanted to see the whole hoopla uh-huh. about it That's exciting Yeah that's NBA good for the Knicks is better when the Knicks are good yeah Um yeah all right I'm going to get I'm going to get back into it by that i mean i'm gonna get my wallet out and so i can be oh. more invested in... so you can't pay attention unless you're betting what's the deal i mean is uh, that it called an addiction or well i don't know my sponsor's over there i don't know um no oh. I, I don't know i'm just I, i'll i'm into it probably because you know why i'm not talking about it daily think about it like once yeah. you know we're not in on a show that talks about sports daily anymore so i'm just sort of a little checked out i'm like throwing myself into a lot of house and home stuff lately Trying to get that company up and going. So anyways, but yeah. How is that going, by the way? Good. I'm, um, you know, anybody that needs their home virtually designed or if you're in the local area, Los Angeles or New York, I'd be happy to design your house. You know what's actually happening? Everyone's getting out of their house right now because of vaccinations. So they're not really interested in the pillows right now. But I understand yeah, it's the up and flow. It is what it is. I I saw this, though, and I was reading an article, and I, I thought of you, how they were talking about how to make your bedroom cozier. How to, And I'll say this about my girlfriend, Carissa. She can make your coffee table, and it's maybe the same coffee table you've been looking at for a year, and you're like, all right, this isn't – you know, it, you can make a coffee table – look fabulous. You can make a console look fabulous. And I will say... Thanks. This article was talking about how everybody kind of just has been sitting there looking at the same crap in their house and they want to refresh and redo because now people can come over. So if you feel like you need a refresh, you need a redo, look up my girl. She Mm -hmm. can do it virtually. You don't have to be here in LA. And I will tell you little things like you've taught me, like just changing out your bed sheets, like Mm -hmm. adding pillows, you know, changing out like different coffee table books and little knickknacks. That does go a long way. You think you're cute. You know, Jared, he walks around with a checklist and tries to figure things out. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. Yes, I am, you know, and we'll talk to Heather about it in a little bit later on because she's got a lot of different things going on and continually trying to reinvent yourself, you know. I mean, all the success that you've had with wear and yes, sports pays our bills, but there's a lot of other things that we like to do. I mean, even the podcast for, you know, example is something that is new for us, but something enjoyable in a new platform. She's got a wildly successful podcast. Um, We will talk to her about that and a whole lot more. What's something that you're excited to ask her about? I love she was talking about the other day of going back on the road again and just like what that's like for a comedian. We know what it's like for as a sideline reporter Mm -hmm. or a sports broadcaster, what, you know, the grind is like. But she talked about after shows, you know, there's nothing open except at Wendy's to have a chicken sandwich. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yep, I get it. Been there, you know, asked V to drive me to one after a game, (laughs) you know, hey, V, can we go to a drive through? I love V. Tell everybody who V is. We are fortunate to have V with us. He is Fox Sports security. He looks after us and he kind of knows where the bodies are buried with the both of us because you just start talking to him about everyday life. He walks that, you know, he walks us out on the field. He stands with us. Do you know that V is a huge Seahawks fan? No. Loves the Seahawks. By yeah. the way, that's how he, professional he is because he doesn't even bring that he up. He doesn't say. What a yeah. guy that be. But we'll sit there and we'll be like, oh God, best story. So, and I know we have to go. But when this year was really hard at halftime interviews because, um, you know, I couldn't be down on the field. So the coaches were down and I was one row up. You can't hear crap, especially in Seattle. It's loud. Pete Carroll's very fast talker. You know, he's not going to scream. I'm trying to ask a question. I'm laying on the floor what? of where the front row is because he's down low and is like standing up high to try no. to talk to me and I can't so I'm laying on the floor to get my ear of the stadium? There. you know yes you know who's laying with me? V v. v wants to hear for me. I'm like, I can't freaking hear. And I need to know if Russell's okay. Stop. Like he just hit his hand really hard or something like that. And what is this defense going to do to get to Jared Goff and like things like that. And it's like, V, I said, V, I can't hear. And he's like, he, so he lays down on the floor, <laughs> knock it off, split the V dot the I curl, the C T O R Y. He is victory mm-hmm. personified that V, um, you know, who else is? Heather McMahon, and she's coming up next. Erin, you're the queen of our IG account handles again for our listeners and viewers at Calm Down Podcast. And uh, tonight for the lightning game, I will not be giving a period by period recap because it's bad luck. Oh man! All right. Well, very talk to, superstitious. We'll uh, talk to Heather McMahon coming up after the break. This is Calm Down Podcast. Stay with us. You very superstitious. Writing's on the wall. I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win and it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State, state Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Well, you know how this works because you're um, a pod expert, so we don't need any more precursory conversations. What nice. up, girl? What up? I'm going to tell you this right now. I fell in love with you because Aaron, and I's friend, Jen, was like, I'm obsessed with Heather. This was years ago. She was on your tit from the jump. Okay, I love so it. Then, it's a good one to be on, by the way. Yeah. We're yeah at yeah, the yeah. Bruno Mars concert at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, yeah. she... Forget Bruno Mars. Forget Cardi B. This bitch beelines to you. She starts knocking people down. She gives you the biggest hug. And she's like obsessing. I was like, she's like, it's Heather. And then the love affair really began. And then Aaron fell in love with you. And here we are. We're all just in love. Well, I love you. Can I tell you something? I don't know
3: if I'm allowed to say this out loud, whatever. I'm just going to say it. you can edit this out later. At that Bruno Mars concert, I didn't know I had never done mushrooms before. I didn't know that I had micro-dosed mushrooms. Somebody gave me a little piece of a chocolate, but I didn't know that's what it was. I was like, oh, a sweet treat. And so halfway through that concert, they ended up putting me on the jumbotron for the whole concert because I was having such a good time that the guy who was running the cameras was like, this chick is losing her mind. And like, this is the funniest thing ever. So then they're just blasting me on mushrooms, unbeknownst to me, um, all over the big screen. So that's how your friend found me.
0: Yeah. Quick question about that. And I'm asking for a friend. Did you laugh so hard you peed your pants? I'm asking for a friend.
3: I have never had such an emotional, hysterical journey.
0: Uh, It was the
3: greatest night of my life. And I didn't realize for three (laughs) days later that that's what I was on. I just thought I had like
0: a couple white wines and was feeling loose. It was great. Oh my God. So Heather, we have so much to talk about and we don't have that much time with you because you are such a busy lady. Good grief. Lots of things. We got a whole TV show about your life. Start from the beginning. Yeah. So,
3: I mean, listen, you know, I'm in that production deal. So you never know what's up and what's down with these things. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood, it, it'll get you. But yeah, so we're just turning our script and we're waiting to get the green light for the show and the show is called Good Grief and it's a comedy based on my life. My dad passed away from cancer about six years ago and I picked up my life and moved home and I literally moved in with my mom. And it was just like, that's really when my comedy career took off. I was living in LA, you know, going through the motions of what I thought I needed to do for my career. And it wasn't until I moved back to the South and I had a new perspective and like, kind of a new lease on life. I was like, all right, I'm in a really shitty situation. I got to make the best of it. And then that's kind of when my career took off. So this show is based on like that time when I moved home after my dad
0: passed. Aww. And is that what you keep teasing on? Absolutely not. Like, is that what you yes. like, keep teasing on your podcast? Okay. Cause I was saying to Chris, like, she keeps saying, well, I'm, you know, I'm bad, grinding here. I got something yeah. going on. I'm like, is that what you're doing? Or you got something else happening here?
3: <laughs> well, no, listen, i got, I, I feel like, very spread thin in the sense that I feel like when you're in entertainment you have to have sixteen different irons in the fire. Yep. You get it. Yeah. You get it. Like, oh, yeah. like if you don't have a podcast, you know how to do TikTok dances. Um, <laughs> you know, I've got a whole stand up tour I gotta finish. Like it's it's kind of crazy the amount of things. It's not just like, hey, you're an actor and you're on a TV show anymore. Or, hey, you're a commentator, you're doing sports. Like you have to have sixteen different things going on at once or oh, yeah. you're not doing enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted, but I'm blessed. So I'm not going to I'm not <laughs> oh, going to yeah. complain at all.
0: Hashtag blessed. Throw that in there. You mentioned going back home. So, Heather, for the, for people that don't know you, which is only yeah. a handful of people sort of walk us back. And you mentioned being in L.A. Did you have aspirations of being an actress? I mean, like, where did where did the career start to present yeah. day um, sort of broad strokes for you? Well, I moved to
3: New York right after college. I'd gotten a theater arts degree in Mississippi and I was like, okay, this is it. Like I knew I wanted to do like SNL or sketch comedy. And then I got more into stand up And then from New York, I moved to LA and I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. And then I kind of had this, oh shit, aha, life moment happen. My dad died very quickly of cancer. And so I just kind of picked up my life moved back to Atlanta. I thought it was just going to be like a two-week thing, a month thing. You know, I come in like a hero, help my mom pick up the pieces, help my sister and I figure out what our new life looks like without our dad. And then I was here and I stayed. And it was really wild how my career shifted once I think I had gone through something. I don't want to say like, yeah, it was traumatic, but I had just a totally different new perspective. And it made my comedy so much more rich because I, I was speaking from such from a, just a different, um, a different level. I don't know. And then, and then I think it made me more relatable and people were like, Oh, okay. She's speaking from her real truth instead of putting on all these characters all the time. And so now, I mean, I still dabble and do characters and I love to put on a wig and a fanny pack and have some fun, but really I, it, my sense of like comedy is just my style of comedy, storytelling and like, you know, sharing yeah. my own human experience.
0: I can relate to that. And I like it is, you know, I think I'm hilarious, but you're so right. People can relate to you. I get stalked publicly. I go through this massive trial. I get cervical cancer. And then women are like, we like her. She's not just a hoe on the sidelines. (laughs) Now we like her. Now she's cool to be (laughs)
3: that's hysterical
0: you like me you really like me yeah but we know the grind you know of being a sideline reporter we know the grinds of being in small towns or big towns living out of a suitcase being at hotels i loved on your podcast this week you talked about your tour and like you eat like shit you get cheese boards and then what's open at midnight a freaking wendy's yeah by the way those chicken sandwiches i would house it's not a problem and that's the same for us like we get done with a game we've jacked ourselves up on coffee all day and I'm housing three red wines and a burger. But just talk about the grind of being a comedian so we can relate to it, you know, because we're not in that world. We're in sports.
3: Well, listen, if you're doing like a local show, you know, you're in a dingy bar or like a basement improv club. I mean, I came up in like the Upright Citizens Brigade world where we would literally do shows underneath a grocery store in this like dingy little club in New York. And then being on the road, I mean, listen, I love it. You as much as I love doing TV and film and all that, you can never take away that high, that rush you get from a live audience. But I mean, I, you know, I thought my first big tour was going to be like staying at the Ritz. We were staying at like a Ramada (laughs) Inn by the airport because we had to catch a 6 a.m. flight. You know, you don't get off stage till 1 a.m. the night before. I mean, it is not glamorous. It is a hustle. It is a grind. You're just, you sweat for two weeks on the road. You're like, I don't know why I'm wet, but I'm just wet. Um, that was me that- from
0: alcohol because I'm drinking every day. Hair dryer connected oh. to the wall in the bathroom. You know, that's when it's oh, good. Oh, that thing's yeah. overheating because you can only yes. use it for 30 seconds. And that thing always fucking breaks. And then you got to call down. You're never getting that thing within two hours. Oh, no. Forget it. Got to change rooms. It. Yeah. Yeah. When did you, you know, you mentioned obviously the, the, I'm, I'm very sorry, of course, of the passing of your father and how quick that happened and changing sort of your perspective on everything. Did it kind of make you go, fuck it? Like and you really yeah. giving yourself the license to say like, I don't care if I make fun of myself or this or that anymore, because the loss yeah. of someone so significant in your life puts it all into perspective.
3: Oh, absolutely. I didn't give a shit. And so kind of how, and listen, my my comedy hasn't changed. It's still who I am. I'm always very self-deprecating. Like I always make fun of myself first, but it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I kind of went through the grieving process publicly and it, but it was cathartic for me. Like I would share on Instagram stories and make videos and talk about it through characters and it just became such a relatable thing where I was like oh when you're going through grief you really feel like you're the only one who's experiencing it and then once you go through it you're like oh there's so many other people who have experienced this. there's so many other folks who are grieving different things and I especially think over the last year like all the shit we've been through um Mm that everybody's kind of now had this collective like oh shit moment and it's just kind of I don't know it just pushes me to live in a joyful lane like my my sense of comedy is just I like to be joyful and I like to giggle and life's Mm. too short and you gotta enjoy every day and not take yourself too seriously like yes fuck it I don't care you know if you don't like me then then keep moving because I gotta do Mm -hmm. what I gotta do and bring myself joy. Where is Jeff Daniels is the real question. Yeah, where is he?
0: So that dreamboat.
3: <laughs> that dreamboat. For those of y'all who are listening and you don't know, my husband's name is Jeff Daniels, but not the Jeff Daniels from the movie Dumb and Dumber or
0: um, the newsroom. He's not the famous actor. Mm-hmm. He's or Aaron's Chinese- ex-boyfriend. A- you know, Heather, that the opening scene in Newsroom, Jeff Daniels comes back from vacation with this whore in the Bahamas. <laughs> now, of course, she's never actually dated Jeff Daniels, but right. Aaron Sorkin writes in her as the-, the girl that he's dating in the show. How funny is that? Jeff Daniels. Look, it's all coming together. I did not know this. Also, how did you feel about that? Didn't know about it until people, you know, I never, gotta be honest, didn't really watch yeah. the newsroom at all. And then people started like talking about, you know, my name being used. And I was like, okay, first of all, could I make an appearance? Second yeah. of all, could I get paid? Yes. This would be great. <laughs> and then third of all, GMA allowed me to work, you know, the red carpet for the Oscars. And I actually met him and I was like dying. I was like, hey, I'm Aaron Andrews. Could I possibly be in season two? Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing here? Obviously that went over really well. I didn't right. get paid or be in it. But, you know, so the yeah. only Jeff Daniels he you're said sleeping with is... absolutely not. <laughs> the only Jeff Daniels
3: I'm sleeping with is my Italian stallion. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, he's upstairs reading a golf magazine. I mean, I don't know. He's obsessed. He's, like, semi-retired right now, which means he's just trying to... It, He plays golf seven days a week. I don't know what he does for work. He could be in the mafia. I don't know. Um, But I asked him the other day, I was like, are you practicing for the senior tour? Because I don't, I don't know what's going on. What are we doing, Jeff?
0: yeah, you need to get a job. So, um, oh he's just God. enjoying himself and playing golf all the time. I love it. You guys yeah. have a great relationship. It's just one of the many things people love about you is, is that well, you share everything. You. When did, when did this, I mean, by the way, you know, we're not going to let you get through this without mentioning the J law siding in the background. at oh, your house. Yeah. casual. Jennifer Lawrence is just sitting on the couch. What's I'm happening drinking. here?
3: okay this is the wild thing you forget that like you know you have a podcast and you forget that like people actually tune into this stuff or like for, i forget that people actually follow me on like social media <laughs> so i get an email one day and it just says from jennifer lawrence she's like hey huge fan love the podcast would love to chat shut up i thought it was like jennifer refreshes Lawrence
0: refreshes email like,
3: refreshes yeah well i thought it was somebody from accounting I had no idea. I was like, oh, somebody, I, I just figured like I owed someone money. I did not think twice about it. And then she's like, call me. So I'm like, okay, I'll call Jennifer Lawrence in accounting. Like what, what's this bill I owe? And then literally it was just her. And she's like, hey, I think you're hysterical. You've gotten me through quarantine. And this last year,
0: And we just became like best friends and she's a doll. She's so, so great. Oh my God! She seems like everything. Yeah, yeah, I will say yeah, to Aaron. Her. So I worked the entertainment show extra, and there were some real assholes. Uh, yeah. Let's just you know, we won't name Jennifer Lopez right now, but yeah. anyways, <laughs> she wow. Her name. <laughs> let's, let's get, get loud. Let's get <laughs> quiet. Let's get quiet. Um. But Jennifer Lawrence, I was always like loved interviewing her because she is just what you said, like would be that person that sends the email like, hey, love you. Let's be friends. I wanted to be friends with her, but she by proxy, I feel like we're all in this together. But yeah, she's amazing from afar.
3: So great. And I got to say, Aaron slid in my DMs a while ago. And I was like, oh my God. The Aaron Aaron." No, I did. I freaked out. And then I just adore you because you've been like sending me the kindest messages through fertility and all this shit that I've been going through. And it's just interesting Mm. though, because... This is how you meet people now in the modern day. It's not weird anymore just to get an email from somebody who's like, yo, watch yourself. Think you're great. Let's be friends. I love it.
0: I just think it's very like. That's how I slept with some people, Heather. You know, you just gotta gotta do it. You know, as a single gal out there in the streets, I said, you take this to the DMs. And you know what? That blue check goes far because they're not responding with that blue check. So yeah. let's get a verification in here, you know, which by the way, Heather, as somebody, we've all had our fair share of meth needles, um, amongst us three. And I, you know, big hug to you. We've all have done this and are doing this. Yeah. You started today again. Well, here's the, here's the irony of all this. I was trying to freeze my eggs because I'm, you know,
3: 34 in my career, things are happening. I was like, I got to like have options. Yeah. And then I got mm-hmm. to do started to freeze the eggs and they were like, your body's not responding to this. So it was a real mind fuck to be like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought I was being proactive and then it's not working. So therefore mm-hmm. I had no idea fertility was an issue and now yep. I'm, tr- I'm going a second round and if not Good. then I think I'm just going to you know, we'll see, but you know nobody tells you. There's no manual mm-hmm. when you get to college like, hey, you should learn about fertility. I really think there should be some sort of course, like a core curriculum class in in school, where you got to learn your freshman year. This is how your ovaries work. Mm-hmm. You know, like
0: this is this no is what shit. Yep. No one
3: tells you until it's too late. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. I, no, I mean I, I went. I went. I mean, this one told me. She she encouraged me to go, and then ended up going to the yeah. same place and helped me through all of it. I mean, that's leaning on your girlfriends for support in that. And I ended up only getting six eggs. I don't even know if they're viable or whatever. So it's like right. I, you know, I. I thought that I'd have a lot more. Anyways, we don't, you know, we never know, but it's good that you can lean on each other and support each other. No, like, six yeah. times over here. I fucking went yeah. six times. Look, it, it is a time. But I mean, there is some real, and I'll tell you, I, when I started, you got me through quarantine too. I know I'm not J-Law and I get it, but <laughs> no, like, like there are times that I am <laughs> laughing my ass off and I'm watching you on IG and my husband's like, God, she's hilarious. And like, I was playing your IVF stories for him because yeah. I'm dying to know how Jeff was you, I remember you talked about one of your girlfriends came over and you mixed, she either mixed it for you, whatever. I mean, I've actually been wasted because we were celebrating that we had just gotten one of the embryos that we had worked so hard for. So we got hammered at our yeah. house. And then my girlfriend called me and said, Can you come do this? And I'm like looking at the file <laughs> like, Oh shit, <laughs> do I have this right? What, how is Jeff when you're injecting? What is he like? Cause mine's watching Seinfeld laughing, not helping me. Yeah, Jeff isn't either. And his,
3: his yeah. thing is that he has a fear of needles because he has baby mm. veins that he always okay. needs special <laughs> treatment when he gives blood. Men are, listen, I'm telling you, I've learned so much age like, is about how the female body works but i'm like we can yeah. do anything i mean listen he's a support but he's not gonna inject me and honestly i wouldn't want him to yeah. i'm like no you got he, he has like sl- slick fingers and he's always kind of like <laughs> jumpy i'm like i don't need you to be injecting uh, no me. um but, but don't can do but
0: have an open mind this time around because okay. listen this whole thing that i found out is it it's a freaking science project. Okay. Your first time, it's like, unless we're cute and we're 26 and we have 17 million eggs to freeze, I'm adorable. Right. I obviously didn't get that. The second time around, they're like playing with the potions, right? right? It's like Harry Potter. They're playing with the mixtures. Then you're putting it in. And then that may not work. I mean, like I said, I did it six times. What a treat. I I got in the worst fight with my husband about peanut butter in a smoothie. Like we broke <laughs> up as I was hormonal. I mean, I know you've been talking about how hormonal. I don't you are, but I've been crazy. it's fine. You're so normal. Okay. Okay. I needed to hear that. You are. You are exactly. You're not alone on that. And speaking of no. um, marriages though, Heather, you were going to have a yes. big wedding in Italy. You're still going to have one, right? I
1: so think you're gonna have so. The big-
0: Yeah, but you you guys ended up getting married too. I got married during quarantine. I also met my husband like five minutes before I got married because I was like, look, someone's into me. So let's just knock it out. Let's knock (laughs) it (laughs) out. Before he he changes his mind. I mean, fuck. So um, I I rushed my situation, but you guys got married in quarantine, but still are going to have the big wedding. Yeah, I mean, I... Oh, I specifically yeah.
3: chose to have a wedding in Italy so that I could cut the fat, and I wouldn't have like 600 sorority sisters show up from the University of Mississippi. Okay, but then um now I we had to rush and go to the courthouse by the end of the year because our everything that we've had to do has been so non-glamorous. Our accountant was like, "Hey, you'll save a lot of money if you file jointly." So uh, it was like <laughs> December 21st, and we were like rushing to the courthouse to save <laughs> a couple dollars. Um. But yeah, I mean, listen, at this point, we've pushed it off another year. I'm like, do I want to have the party? Yes. Will I wear white at this point? Probably not. You know, but I'm always an animal print gal anyways. So, but I, I'm I'm hoping okay. to
0: have that party one day. Yeah. Oh, I love it. As, as newbies is, to the... Oh, sorry, e, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what's your favorite... I was thinking about this last night because we were talking about Italy and how we can't wait to go back. Favorite dish in Italy favorite just restaurant? What do you got Ooh. for me? Because I don't know where you like to go in Italy. I go everywhere, but I am okay. there. My
3: heart is in Tuscany. I I haven't been there, there yet. Ugh. Girl, we'll we go. Did, we've you just done Amalfi
0: Coast. Love Amalfi. It's rich. gorgeous. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Very, very rich. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love Tuscany though, because I love just like, you can get into these tiny little towns. There's one of my favorite yeah. restaurants. I don't even know the name of it, but it's this tiny town name called Monteregioni and you just go mm. in and you just order whatever they're cooking and they just make it. It's not one specific Ugh. dish. It's just, it's also that you can drink like three bottles of wine at lunch and it's never frowned upon,
0: you know? No. Is there yeah. ever an early, t- I mean, I, I, I may or may not have already opened up a Corona light that's, sitting over there. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. a Monday. We're here, for it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, why not? Um, you know, your podcast, you mentioned J law sending you the email because she loved it. She's not alone. Um, why did you want to start a podcast and what has been as, you know, we're newbies in the space. What yeah. would be a piece of advice that you could give us that, uh, the pros and the, the best advice that you got in the one thing we shouldn't do. Mm, great question.
3: Well, Ooh. you know, it's interesting doing comedy. I think that the podcast is just another extension of like stand up And Mm -hmm. it's interesting, I got so um, bogged down in trying to have like these perfect guests and these big names. And I felt like, oh, I've got to have people and I've got to have somebody else carry it. But then it's like, I was carrying my own show. So nowadays I just tease for the last like four weeks on my podcast. I've been like, we have a huge, exciting guest (laughs) coming in that I've had no one on. It's just me. (laughs) Um, And those end up being like the episodes that, uh, like people enjoy the most where it's just me talking to a wall for an hour and a half, you know? Um, but I think it's just don't put the pressure on yourself to try and make it perfect. It's just whatever you're feeling in that moment is what you got to roll with. You know, I I just. I, I think we all try to make everything so perfect and, and mm-hmm. tied up with a button and a bow, but like, screw it. Just see how you're
0: freaking feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I got to tell you my girlfriend, she texted me whatever day. It was the day after your last one came out and you were talking about being out and we are back yeah. and the Neo song <laughs> being on and you were, you know, g- getting after it. And yeah. she just texted me and she goes, you guys, this podcast, I like feel it in my soul. Well, cut to Saturday, we were feeling a lot of things in our soul. We were all together and, um, we were just having a time. And as I kept saying, we were passing the remote around of who wanted to play what music wise, someone put on like a Prayer." I started reenacting the video. I was screaming, give me a Pepsi. A lot of my friends are in their early thirties, so they didn't get it. Right, um, But I was like, give me a Pepsi. My girlfriend who had texted me about you, I was like, her name is Heather as well. I'm yeah. like, Heather, this is like the podcast. And she's like, I feel it in my soul. Like it was just, we were dropping down, you know, like yeah. like you and the hair was getting wrapped around. Like it was a time. I miss, I'm not even a nightclub
3: girl, but I miss being in like a, tight bandage dress from like B.B. Uh, or Charlotte or, or Liger, What was it? What was that? Couple, oh, that one we could well, never see, afford.
0: So I'd have we to can get the knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> we get the
3: B.B. knockoff. The, uh, yeah. I, I always thought it was B.B. and then somebody said it was baby. And I'm like, baby. Listen, if I stand too close to a fire or a loose cigarette in this dress, like the whole place is going to burn down.
0: Um, and I'm not talking about my extensions, but yes, no, the no. mm-hmm. yeah, the dress. Yeah. The dress. I mean,
3: those, I just, I went on this girls trip with some of my girlfriends and we were just like in a beach bar and they're blasting like Pitbull, which is like my favorite artist. And I just felt so alive. I had a cold drink in my hand and I just my oh. f- hair was matted to the back of my neck I was so sweaty from dancing and I was like I feel slutty and I feel fabulous <laughs> right
0: well when Mr. Worldwide's on nothing can oh. go wrong but it, yeah. it is can you I can't I mean there's already a little bit of chaos in the streets because everyone's right. just like yeah okay this yeah. summer is gonna a lot of people are getting STDs pregnant yeah. things are happening yeah. over here because while on I mean what why I'm not we even mad it. at it we don't even
3: know how to control ourselves. And that's the thing. Like, no. when things started to kind of open up and I was going back out for work meetings and working again, I'm like, oh, I like, I'm a social butterfly and I don't know how to like have a cool conversation <laughs> with somebody. I didn't even know like what to do with my body. Like, my body language has been weird. So then when I yeah. really got to like let my hair down, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna be clubbing this summer. I don't know why, but you're just gonna find me in a dirty nightclub, probably by myself, not even with I mean, Jeff. This- not even with my girlfriend. I'm going to go out for a solo trip.
1: <laughs> I, I died
0: d- when you were on your IG and you had just, you, I think you were visiting New York and you were like, you had a cab salve in your hand yeah. and you were like, this is just how it, I feel. You ordered a goddamn arugula pizza or something. I yeah. was like dying. Cause I get it. Yeah. Like we just want to be back to that.
3: Back to it. Yeah. How is Atlanta
0: yeah. these days? It's
3: hot. It's hot Atlanta. <laughs> um, It's great. I mean, I never, it's so funny. Every time I leave Atlanta, it pulls me back. You know, I like left to go do the thing and then it just drags me back. And so we were living in New York during the pandemic and came down here to keep an eye on my mom. And my husband looked at me and he's a born and raised New Yorker. And he was the one who was like, You want to get out of New York? I was like, You said it. I didn't. But if you're the New Yorker and you want to bounce, I'm ready to bounce. <laughs> so yeah. it's great. I mean, I, I love being here. I love being back in the South. So we're having a good
0: time. We're chilling. How's your mom? We love your mom. I mean, who doesn't? What a hoot. She just tells it like it is. Yes. And looks great. Yeah, she does.
3: Listen, okay, since y'all are in like, you know, the world, and I know, I know, especially Erin, you know, some um, big like, uh, football owners. My mom, my mom is
0: looking for like, uh, what's his name? Robert Kraft level. Arthur Blank. Arthur. No, yes. Well, he's got a girl well yes uh, they all do until you know yeah. um yeah. they meet your mom yeah yeah that's a exactly. good idea that is great for me hot on the trail for your mom that'd be perfect and my mom used to always say she's like i don't understand
3: why these girls go for the play go for the guy who owns the team and i'm like yeah red
0: yeah get amen it. who's signing yeah, amen. those checks mom mm-hmm, exactly. that's right I yeah. love it. We got to find, well, I mean, your Rolodex is way more extensive than ours. I feel like you could connect some dots. What mine? Yeah, yeah. no, I know. I know like, yeah, I know
3: Oscar winners, but they don't, they don't <laughs> have any connections to, you know, I, I need a, a
0: sports owner. I need some guy who owns. By like, the way, the, <laughs> Oscar Major winners aren't football rich, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. a different, different rich. Hey, yeah, can great. I? Because I lived in Atlanta for a while. Yeah. I still have a four oh four number. I may give it to you just because oh, I want you to do. have it. Yes. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you always talk about the hen house, and I want to go there so bad. It's the hen house, right? It's called Hen Mother Cookhouse, and it's oh, right. Oh, sorry, up- Hen Mother. No, yeah, Hen Mother Cookhouse. It's amazing. But As, you did you ever go to the flying biscuit? Cause I would go there every second day. I loved the flying biscuit.
3: Listen, love the flying biscuit, but once you have hen mother cookouts, it'll change your life. And I found Chef Soraya. I literally was like bitching on um, Instagram one day, I was like, where is there like, And now that I move back, where do I get great breakfast? And she messaged me. She's like, girl, I'm down the street from your house. So it is in the burbs, but it's incredible. I, I think Atlanta's one of these cool cities where I think it has the best of everything. We have incredible yeah. restaurant scene. We've got Southern hospitality. We've got great shopping. We have great nightlife. Like, you know, if we're not in a pandemic, we're thriving. So the city's coming back and I'm, I'm so excited to be back. It's
0: awesome i love it heather you're very busy but um quickly of course you've got the podcast absolutely not yeah. you've got good grief you've got um yeah. love hard uh, a new netflix movie what can you tell us about that um it's hysterical it's coming out this christmas I put netflix
3: on my vision board and they hired me so it works um that's wait, all you, you have to do shit. you do a vision
0: that's what board? i'm gonna do yeah time I out know. you do a vision board because i have never I, done one and i feel like i should no listen, it's so cheesy. I did it one time. I was very no, like
3: stoned on New Year's Day, hungover, and I was like, I'm just going to do it because I like arts and crafts. And then two years later, everything came true and it really freaked me out. So now I do it and it's wild. I just think it's Aaron, good. we're doing it. Yeah, you yeah. should do
0: it. What do you do with it? Do you look at it every day? Do you say
3: a prayer? What do you do? Um, I kind of, you know what? I keep it in my office. Like I have it like right over my desk and I just kind of look at it. And then as things come to fruition, I feel like it's just constantly keeping what you want to do and your goals, like in your okay. the forefront of your subconscious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love,
0: okay. I've thought mm-hmm. about it too. And I used to think it was cheesy. And I was like, are we doing this? Are we cutting out the magazine? Do we even have magazines to cut out? What's going on here? But I'm going to do it because if you d- look, I'm going to follow it, in your footsteps, sister, because it's all it, our it's shit all came true.
3: All, uh, it's, yeah. it's wild how much how many things I've been able to like check off the vision board. I'm like, guys, I did this kind of ironically, and it's insane. So, yeah. Done.
0: We can have a vision um, board party. We'll take mushrooms and, and do our two cracks. That sounds like <laughs> a perfect Tuesday for me. <laughs> um, Heather, you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. We need a Calm Down Award. Yep. Before we let you go, who needs to calm
3: down? I'll tell you, and I'm calling one out on on the women out there. Ladies need to calm down when they say, just have a baby. You know what I mean? Why aren't you just having the baby? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know whether I'm dealing with fertility. You don't know whether it's not the right timing. These women who come up to you and they're like, "Why aren't you? Why aren't you pregnant? Why don't you have a baby? Why aren't you a mom?" Mm -hmm. You have no idea. Calm the fuck down. Let deal with your ovaries, and I'll deal with mine. And in the meantime, we can support one another. But I'm not dealing with you asking me why I'm not pregnant
0: yet. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Check, please. (laughs) We hear you, Heather. We are with you on all of that. The community that is Instagram, that brings people together and podcasts, you know, it all works out. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And we'll continue to support all of your endeavors. It's awesome to see you succeed the way you are. Give Jeff our love. y'all are amazing.
3: Oh, I will. I will. Y'all are amazing. Uh, Erin, send me your number. Well, you know, we'll do our vision boards. I got you.
0: We'll do our boards. Um, Your bio says (laughs) she's the best friend everybody wants. I tell everyone she already is. So there you go. You know what I mean? (laughs) There you go. Bottoms Um, up. I'll see you at Hand Mother. We'll get
3: get some drinks and do some mushrooms and make vision boards. Oh, my gosh. I love you.
0: (laughs) Bye, Heather. Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Calm Down with Erin and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Carissa Thompson here for Pro Plan Sport, advanced nutrition for active dogs like ours. I love getting active with my dogs, Willis and Daisy. So whether we're on one of our daily runs together or exploring down at my ranch, I count on them to keep up with me. That's where Pro Plan Sport comes in. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on a run, start your journey off right with the high performance fuel your dogs need to keep pushing you every step. Step of the way. ProPlan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at proplantsport.com.